It's time. Time for what, you might ask? It's time to optimize your health and upgrade your life. Cutting-edge research, biohacks, ancestral wisdom, wellness, intuition, and more. This is The Synthesis of Wellness. Your host and biohacker Chloe Porter has a background in engineering, innovation, and research. Her analytical background coupled with her journey in overcoming a brain tumor and defeating several chronic illnesses enables her to approach health and wellness in an innovative way. And now more than ever, she is ready to share her biohacking secrets and expose cutting edge research. We are so glad you're here. Welcome to the Synthesis of Wellness podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Synthesis of Wellness podcast. We've got a very special guest on the podcast today, and she will be talking all about hyperbaric oxygen therapy. Thank you so much for being on the podcast, Amy. Can you introduce yourself to the audience and just tell us a little bit about your story? Sure, absolutely. Thank you for having me. Um, so hyperbaric oxygen therapy uh, actually has an interesting um, navigation into my life. About 15 years ago, I was the development director for the National Autism Association, which is where we first started seeing <clears throat> a lot of benefits uh, with hyperbaric oxygen therapy. And of course, that was in kids with autism. Um, not only was it helping their brain uh, neurological function improving, uh, it was working on their gut, which is very closely related as well. Um, so there were lots of things physiologically happening to them as well to just, you know, help give them a better quality of life, um, maybe some more focus on what they're doing, things of that nature. So I did get introduced to hyperbarics that way. And um, the chambers at that time had been designed to encompass both a parent and a child. So that was great. They could go in together. And then um, I guess... You know, I stayed involved for a while with the idea and concept through autism. Um, and then about eight years ago for me, I had um, my own surgery. I had a um, colon resection. So I have Crohn's disease, which is an autoimmune, and I'm taking oh. medicine. You know, this is what uh, everybody does. You go to the doctor, you get diagnosed, you get medicine, you're on it the rest of your life, and that's just how it goes. But it doesn't have to go like that, which is what we're going to talk yeah. about today. So. One of the things with hyperbaric oxygen therapy is it's very good with wound healing. And um, we will talk about what it is and how it all works. But I had heard that if you kind of preload with this oxygen therapy prior to surgery and post-surgery, that you would have, you know, better success in your healing. It would be faster, less scarring, all that stuff. So I went, I had my colon resection at eight inches of the colon removed. What was interesting was six weeks later, I did hyperbarics, um, of course, during that time at home. And I uh, went back for the colonoscopy and my doctor had said, the gastroenterologist said, if he didn't know I had had surgery, he wouldn't have been able to tell. So there was no visible scarring or sign that they had just taken 
eight inches of my colon out and then resectioned it together, which I thought was just really phenomenal because um, we know it works on the exterior in wounds. So we have to assume that it would work on the interior of wounds. So of course I got much more motivated <laughs> about hyperbaric oxygen therapy because I had my own story. <clears throat> I started to realize it actually can help with Crohn's and other autoimmune uh, you know, diseases. And so I got a chamber at home. I use it regularly. Um, I've been off medication for three years now. Um, I was taking an injectable for that. I haven't had any flare-ups in that time. Um, all systems are go <laughs> on Crohn's. Um, but I, I believe strongly uh, that the hyperbaric oxygen therapy that I started including in my regular life has contributed uh, greatly to the success of the Crohn's, um, you know, relieving any kind of flares because, of course, inflammation drives a lot of disease and hyperbaric oxygen therapy reduces that inflammation. Um, and then in addition, I've seen other things. I'm, you know, uh, I feel like it's keeping me young. Um, I don't know if it is or not. I'm 47. <laughs> you can see, I don't, <laughs> I don't always look that. No, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm in there a lot. Good for energy, great sleeping. I definitely don't feel like I get sick as often. Um, cause of course it's an immune builder as well. So all these things have led me uh, just by having to, to learn what HBOT was, which is HBOT, hyperbaric oxygen therapy. We'll probably just call it HBOT. It's easier. Um, and then, of course, using it, having my own story and, of course, um, getting into uh, selling, you know, these for at home and renting them for people at home and then what, and then opening a wellness facility like I have now. So now I see a bunch of stories um, that aren't just mine. But that's how I got into it. <clears throat> that's that's really awesome. And I mean, you hear all these like stories about autoimmunity and it's so common these days, but when you put something like this and say how amazing it can be and how it can actually like transform that autoimmune diagnosis, that's that's a big thing. That's a big thing. It's huge and it really does. I mean, we are constantly working with <clears throat> people with Lyme disease or MS or um, just like I said, Crohn's and colitis and all of those autoimmune fester from inflammation. We've just we've you've seen it. If you're in this space, you know that inflammation is kind of the root of all disease. And so if we can control inflammation, reduce inflammation, we can actually have our body start to heal whatever the particular issue is. And so that's what we see over time um, with hyperbarics. I love that. So let's go ahead and get into a little bit of like the science of how it works and why people might be interested in this. Yeah. So um, this is my favorite part because, um, you know, people know, oh, it's this thing you get into. It looks like a spaceship in some cases, <clears throat> you know, that kind of stuff. They make jokes. Um, a lot of people call it hyperbolic, <laughs> which is actually a mathematical thing. Um, but anyway, with hyperbaric oxygen therapy, what is so cool about it is there's no other modality that can do what hyperbarics does. And I'll explain it. I'm a very layman's term person. I'm not a doctor. I'm not medically trained. Um, I have gone through multiple hyperbaric uh, certifications. And of course, I have a lot of doctor friends um, in this space. So I've learned stuff over all the years as well. But um, so when I share these things, I'm not going to get into specific scientific names and, and physics laws and all that kind of stuff. But essentially what happens with hyperbarics is it's the pressure. Hyperbaric means hyper means increased. 
Hyperbaric means pressure. Increase the pressure, right? That's what's happening when someone does hyperbaric. Through that, the uh, pressure takes the oxygen molecules that we're breathing and makes them tinier. Then you get all these tiny molecules into the blood plasma. And all of that is the very important part that people seem to miss because they hear oxygen and they're like, where's oxygen? Give me some oxygen. Yes, we can do supplemental oxygen intake. We can do all the way up to 100% tank oxygen or an oxygen concentrator. But we have to remember we're already breathing oxygen, right? 21% oxygen. So <clears throat> if we take the 21% oxygen and we start to see this physical um, excitement happen where the oxygen molecule gets tinier, it then saturates at a greater level in our body, right? And the other thing that I just said a minute ago is that it dissolves into the blood plasma. So right now the delivery method for oxygen in our body is actually hemoglobin attached to the red blood cells. And our red blood cells go and they take oxygen and they do their whole thing. When you do hyperbaric oxygen therapy, you now have not just your red blood cells with oxygen, but all the plasma that carries those red blood cells is also now filled with oxygen. And so sometimes that pressure even helps it get to places that are oxygen starved. So when we have like a neuropathy patient who's, you know, not, they're losing sensation in parts of their limbs or something like that, we can drive this additional oxygen to those areas and start to heal those tissues that are dying because they're not getting oxygen. So the real beauty of this is the pressure. We always say the power is in the pressure. And the higher the pressure, the tinier the molecules of oxygen. That's not always a good thing. Not always more um, is better in this case, but there are definitely various levels of pressure. We do mild hyperbarics here. We can talk about that in just a second. Um, and, and we see tremendous results because once again, as long as we're increasing that level of oxygen at any capacity, we're going to help our bodies begin to heal. Yeah. I, I couldn't agree with that more. And I, I read somewhere um, a study or maybe even a quote about the more oxygen that we have, like the less disease, like the presence of oxygen is the absence of disease. And I really like the way that that was put because, you know, it, it really is true <laughs> in a lot of ways. I mean, there's lots of, of, of bad uh, bacteria and uh, cancers and things like that that thrive in a hypoxic environment, meaning no oxygen. So when we can hyper-oxygenate those areas, we can start to attack that. So of course, you know, we, we are always going to tell everybody when we're talking about hyperbaric oxygen therapy or any natural modality, you know, we're, we don't have cures for anything. But what we're trying to do is get our body into an optimal state so that it can heal the way it's naturally meant to heal. And again, if that's reducing inflammation so that it can then start to fix itself in other areas, then that's what we're going to do. And so quality of life and, um, you know, really paying attention to, to all things in your environment can, uh, can make a huge difference, especially even when people are suffering from real traumatic, uh, you know, diseases and why, you know, I mean, yeah. when you're, when you're sick, then you're that sick. <laughs> Why wouldn't you want to do something, especially something that's natural to try to help yourself be better? Cause medicines are not natural and they don't help They're They mask things. Yes, for sure. And yeah, exactly. Like why wouldn't you want to help yourself? Because there are answers out there and so many of them and you can really, I mean, life is really just too short not to, feel your best every day and, and 
Yeah, absolutely. So let's go ahead and you mentioned mild hyperbaric. So let's kind of delve into that. Yeah, let's do that because um, that is probably the biggest topic of conversation over in this side of the hyperbaric world. And when somebody is learning, you know, they punch it into the Google and they find out what hyperbarics is and they immediately get taken to high pressure, 100% pressurized environment um, of oxygen in hospitals. You know, you can't wear jewelry, you can't wear lotion, you got to wear cotton, can't take a book in, all these kind of things. Um, those exist and they're great. And sometimes they exist in a multi-place chamber environment. Multi-place means multiple people can go in at one time. Uh, and monoplace is going to be a one singular person goes in at one time. So with the pressures, Right now, uh, a mild chamber is at 1.3 um, atmosphere absolute, okay? That's about 10 feet below uh, sea level. All I use here in our wellness clinic is 1.3 for a few reasons, um, and we'll talk about, like, contraindications later. But, um, you know, there's a pressure difference, right? And so you're going to feel it in your ears. You need to be able to clear your ears, make sure that no trauma, barotrauma happens to your ears. So the greater the pressure... The, the more the possibility of something like that happening. So again, we talked about that in a few, but um, with the levels of uh, hyperbarics, you have the soft shell models that you'll see around. Uh, we call them soft shells, mild hyperbarics. Some people call them bags. <laughs> um, they're actually approved as, as altitude sickness bags. That's what they're FDA approved as. If you're using a company that has the FDA approval, unfortunately, there's a lot of stuff on the market right now Uh, because this is a very exciting time for hyperbarics, um, and they're not using approved devices. And I'm sure they'll work for a short time, but I'm also sure that they will, um, you know, have integrity issues uh, with pressurization eventually, because pressure is a lot of pressure. When you're in this soft chamber and it is at full pressure, it's hard. It's hard as a rock. So, um, and those that are FDA approved are actually tested at higher pressures than what they run at, of course, just to make sure that they're meeting all manufacturer standards. Anything higher than that, is not approved by the FDA right now. And you would go into what's called a hard shell chamber. And some of them are this like acrylics or there's steels or things like that. And so at that point, you have varying levels of pressure, 1.5, 2, 2.2, up to three. Some of those multi-place chambers can go up to six, but you're talking about dealing with real divers at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you've probably heard of the bends. At some point, that's divers who are down below, they come up too quickly, nitrogen gas in their body expands and then creates a sickness. Literally, they bend over at their stomach and thus the name, the bends happened. Um, And so what they do to fix that is take those people and put them in a hyperbaric condition and bring them back down so that we can start to navigate those molecules, get more oxygen in there and start to bring that person back to the surface where they're not sick anymore. So again, very, very basic explanation, but there are some dive centers where you'll see some really high pressure chambers because they're diving, you know, at a hundred feet, sometimes way, way deep, probably even deeper than that. I don't know. I'm not a diver, nor do I ever wish to be, (laughs) but, um, but that's why they that's why they have it. That's why they know about it. So um, anyway, there's all those pressures. Some of them, um, there are some indications that are approved for insurance, 14, and there are significant um, issues. There's like uh, gangrene. There's um, osteomyelitis. There's uh, 
radiation narcosis. Um, gosh, I'm just trying to think of what they are off the top of my head. Um, uh, wounds, of course, burns, uh, things like that. Those have to be treated at a higher pressure in order for insurance to cover. Because right now, some of the studies that they're using are based on higher pressures. There are other studies out there, though, that are working on showing the efficacy of the mild pressures. And we see a lot of that with like neurological stuff like Alzheimer's and traumatic brain injury, concussions, um, yeah, PTSD, stuff like that. Those people are doing better in a lower pressure environment with higher rates of consistency and frequency of use. That's awesome. So speaking about like consistency of use, like what, what is the typical, like, do you stack it um, pretty heavily that first week and then kind of drift off from that? Yeah. So it varies. I mean, and I wish there was a better answer. I just had a conversation with a doctor today, wanted a protocol on one thing and it just doesn't work like that because we just never know how our bodies are going to respond. There is a, a very famous original protocol that is goes around and it's 40 sessions in 30 days. That's a lot of sessions. That's two one-hour sessions a day, four hours in between, five days a week. Take the weekends off. You do that in four weeks. You've got 40 sessions. That's a lot. <laughs> um, and that's why we have home rentals and home ownership because it's just really hard to go somewhere 40 times. I mean, like try to even go to Target 40 times. <laughs> you go a lot, but I promise you're not going 40 times. Um, anyway, so so that's the original, like if somebody just had a stroke, let's say, and we really want to get them treated and try to, try to help them as quickly as we can, um, that's what you're going to try to aim for. Also, pressure matters. So it might be a situation where you put someone at a higher pressure and they don't have to do as many dives, although many of them are doing 40 dives at 1.75 or 2.0. So that frequency and consistency really at any pressure is the key to hyperbarics. Um, Essentially, about an hour at 2.0 is going to equal about three hours, uh, not consecutively, but three separate hours of 1.3 mild. So in a sense, you could say, well, you might feel yourself a little faster if you're at a higher pressure, but again, you don't know if the patient's going to be able to do well at that pressure, um, you know, physically, and you just don't know if it's actually going to address what they need. Unfortunately, some of these things take time. Like we always say, you can't go to the gym and lift weights for one day and walk out, you know, like Arnold Schwarzenegger. It doesn't happen. It's time over time over time consistency. But if you stay consistent and frequent, you will look like Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> and you will get. Yep, yep, sure. <laughs> yeah. So who can who can specifically benefit? You talked a little bit about this already mentioning autoimmune burns, um, even traumatic brain injuries, things like that. So, yeah. The list is long. Um, There's about 120 indications that are just, we see positive results in because of the mechanism of action that's happening with hyperbarics. Like I said earlier, if we can see that it heals wounds on the outside, why wouldn't we assume that it heals wounds on the inside? Um, And, you know, people with uh, like, like what I have with Crohn's, you do get like an ulcers or, or different kind of lacerations and things like that that are inside your body. And so those are inside wounds that also need to heal. Um, so anyway, it's, it's, it's an interesting modality because many people come to try to fix something, right? They get to their wits end. They've done everything. They've taken everything. They've done all the IVs. They've done everything. What else can I do? I can do hyperbaric oxygen therapy and they learn, land on it. It's also an excellent modality 
for general health and wellness. If you know, LeBron James has a chamber, right? He has one of our chambers. I mean, this is a guy that's very healthy <laughs> and has a very successful uh, you know, career. Justin Bieber has a chamber. I mean, there are people that are, are in the, um, you know, they're celebrities, of course, but they're really in some of the best shape of their lives and they're still using this. So it's great for performance enhancement for athletes and athletic recovery. Um, it's great for helping people with their, their sleep patterns and making sure that, you know, you can sleep and be in a restful state because if you can't, you'll never heal anyway. You know, if you're constantly not getting good sleep, stuff like that. Um, anti-aging, I mean, it's going to help the neurological stuff going on in your brain. It's going to help with memory um, recall. It's going to help slow down progression of disease um, like um, Parkinson's or Alzheimer's or something like that. And so it's important that some people understand that this is a modality that really you should do for life. Honestly, it just needs to be part of it. And you don't have to do 40 sessions a month. You can do at that point, you know, because it all varies. So a lot of times you do that 40 session protocol I talked about, and then you, um, you kind of tweak that to say, okay, well, what fits your schedule? Like, can you come in, um, you know, four to six times a week? Can you do that many? Can you do smaller sessions multiple times a day? Um, can you do it once a day? Like those kind of things. And you want to just kind of gradually, feel out, you know, how you're doing. Do you do better when you come in or when you take a little break and then you come back? Anyway, for a general health and wellness person, I love three to four times a week. That's my goal. That's what I do. That's an hour each time. Uh, It's not any specific time of the day. You might not want to do it later. If you're somebody who's healthy, it's going to energize you. Um, Yeah. If you're not healthy, because here's what's happening. The oxygen gets in your body, right? You might want it to go to your nose because you got a nose problem, but it doesn't do that. It goes in your body and then your body says, hey, oxygen, I need you in my big toe for whatever reason. And it goes there and starts to fix that. So it disperses where your body needs it. So what's really interesting is a lot of people come in because they want to fix something and then they notice that they're actually fixing something else. So I had somebody in who was dealing with low energy stuff and then he ended up, uh, he got a chamber at home and he ended up telling me about a month and a half afterwards that his gut issues had been resolved. And so now he was able to control his diet better and he had lost 20 pounds. So, I mean, that wasn't even why he came in or, or was doing anything with hyperbarics, but we know that his regular use of it um, contributed, you know, to that. So. So who it helps was your original question. And the answer is it could help just a range of people. Um, I've had people in just from, you know, again, plastic surgery patients. So these are elective surgeries. They want to come in. They want to heal quicker and faster, no scarring, less swelling, all of that. Get them in the chamber. Um, And really someone like that only needs to come in and do like maybe five sessions in a row. They are probably going to see results at that point. Um, I always tell people I want you to do at least three if you really want to see a result because you do need that initial, like you said, you just need that initial burst. Yeah, you do because you haven't been doing this. So get in for three sessions, feel it. I know they're going to feel it at that point in some way and then decide how you need to do it. You know, So we've got memberships and stuff here. We have people who come twice a week um, and they do really well. I've got a lady with migraine issues and they've all but been resolved. And so if she has one now, it's not nearly as intense as they were before. And she has far less uh, of them, you know, so that's great. Seizure disorder, awesome. um, high blood pressure. Yeah. 
hyperbarics will actually increase your blood pressure a little bit when you're in there, but overall it helps with hypertension. And I've seen people get off blood pressure medication. So the variety post COVID, I mean, that's a big, big topic, right? People are really struggling with getting energy back and feeling like they're even taking a full breath and, and having, you know, breathing and lung issues and stuff like that. Again, um, we're just seeing massive change. So it's really hard for me to kind of just give a list and oftentimes somebody, you know, I'll talk to them and then they'll say, well, you know, would it help my, my this or whatever, you know, whatever the topic is. And I'm like, yeah, it probably will because you can go without, um, food for like, I don't know, a month or two months or something. You can go without water for like four weeks or maybe three or four weeks or something like that. You can go without oxygen like a minute and a half, maybe, if you're lucky. Oxygen is our life source. You know what I mean? It just is. And so to think that creating an environment where you have a higher level of oxygen saturation and you could actually heal yourself, it's just not far to get to that uh, conclusion. You know what I mean? To think that this is good. And so, and it's excellent. And the only reason the hyperbarics is better than just taking an oxygen supplement, right? Because a lot of people will say, well, can I just get an oxygen concentrator and breathe extra oxygen? Yes. Or go to an oxygen bar. I did that recently (laughs) in (laughs) Vegas. Um, It's great, but it's, it's very short term. All you're doing is breathing in extra oxygen. So that means when you exhale, you're exhaling out that oxygen. So it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't do what hyperbarics does, which is the pressure that makes the molecules tinier and pushes them into the blood plasma. That's the genius behind what happens with hyperbaric oxygen therapy. So I'm a fan of saying like, we can almost potentially help everyone. Um, Yeah we can move really quickly into some of those contraindications. The only absolute contraindication for someone doing hyperbarics, meaning they cannot do it is somebody with a pneumothorax and that's a punctured lung. Not okay. <laughs> those people yeah. are allowed to fly because when you fly, you experience the same type of pressure. It's not exactly the same because what you're doing in a pressurized cabin of an, of an airplane is actually, um, ultimately still putting you up at a pretty high altitude. You're, when you're flying, you're flying about 36,000 feet. In most cases, you're cruising altitude. The pressurization of that plane has put our bodies to believe that it's about seven to 8,000 feet. So it's still high up on a mountain, right? Uh, I mean, if we yeah. in theory. Um, so anyway, because of that, it's not exactly the same, but sometimes the feeling is similar as far as like the pressurize, uh, pressurization changes and stuff like that. Anyway, so no holes in your lungs. <laughs> not good. Um, any other major lung issues it's important to check on? Severe COPD. They could um, do retaining of CO2, which is carbon dioxide, which we, we exhale, you know, after we breathe in that cycle. You don't want that. You don't want them bringing that back in. Um, there's some questions around pregnancy. I know people who have had successful pregnancies doing hyperbarics. Uh, and then there's others who just feel like there's not enough information. And of course, you're talking about another life at that point. So but I don't think many of us are very much like, go, go try with your baby. You know, we, we want to give good sound um, advice. So when we don't know something, you know, we have to, we have to make the right decisions around that. Um, yeah, definitely. And I actually, I had a thought whenever you brought up about um, flying, because I know you have a lot of personal experience there as well, but um, that that's a lot less pressure than just, you know, normal, elevation at sea level so for people that travel a lot is this even 
even more beneficial, you'd say, probably? No, because it's not the same kind of pressure. It's actually not taking them below, right? Um, no, it's, it's not the same. Um, I wish it was, and we'd all fly, and we'd all feel better. <laughs> well, no, 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 but like um, for people who fly and travel a lot, yeah, can they benefit from hyperbaric even more? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you meant like from the plane. <laughs> um, they... Uh, n- I don't know. I haven't done that study and I, I should know, as you just referenced, I have a, a knowledge of flying because I am a flight attendant as well. Um, the most important thing actually to note with hyperbarics and flying is that when you do hyperbarics, you don't want to get out and immediately go flying because now you're taking yourself from that one elevation to the next one. And as we talked about before with the divers, the, the quick acceleration in elevation could create those nitrogen gas bubbles. Probably not a huge issue in a mild chamber, but it's just a great uh, universal precaution to kind of always think about. So, so no, but if you're, if you're coming in from a flight, go straight into the chamber. I do that a lot. So where I feel like it happens is I, I have good recovery in the chamber after I've been flying for a couple of days, but there are studies. I'm actually interested in checking out some of the studies on just the constant change because I could do, you know four to six flights in a day. And that's a constant, you know, pressure thing. So. Yeah. I mean, I would think that after being elevated for so long with that less pressure, less oxygen, that coming down and getting hyperbaric is a great way to recover from that. um, For sure. And you feel it. If you're somebody who's do, who does hyperbarics regularly, um, it always excites me when someone gets one or whatever, because you know, they're all excited and they want to do it. And then I'm like, there will be a period of time where you're busy and whatever, and you don't do it a couple of days and you will actually feel like your body wanting to get in the chamber. You know what I mean? And so you jump in and it's just total recovery mode. It's just the best to be able to jump out and, and feel great again. Yeah. I love that. So let's get into some of like cosmetic type uses. Cause I know there's a lot of um, hype or, you know, conversation around hyperbaric oxygen, just being good for your skin. And I mean, just oxygen being good for your skin in general. So could you talk on that a little bit? Yeah. I mean, hyperbarics is um, producing collagen naturally in the body. So that's probably the first and best one I would mention, because as we all know right now, you can drink collagen, you can rub it on your skin (laughs) through lotion. You could probably get it injected. I don't know. There's all kinds of things out there with collagen because collagen keeps us looking young. Um, you know, keeps that cellular turnover happening, keeps our face plump, our fine lines and wrinkles away. Um, so definitely that's going to be something that I do strongly believe with regular use, um, people can keep a more youthful appearance. Um, I mean, there's lots of factors. There's never just one thing, you know what I mean? Hyperbarics just doesn't do it all. Um, so they might move into a light therapy option. We, you know, we, uh, we do that here at our spa. We've got, um, red light, but for the face, there's blue lights and stuff. So it's not an infrared. You don't want that on your eyes, but the, the red and blue lights, are just really great topical, again, to stimulate blood flow uh, to the area and, of course, bring oxygen, collagen production, all that stuff. So it light therapy is, is another really great thing to do. Um, of course, a lot of times we see uh, when it comes from somebody doing plastic surgery, like I said, they come in for their recovery. Once again, they want to have less bruising 
Um, and we see that I've seen some amazing bruise stuff happen before. Like somebody had a bruise one day and did hyperbarics and it was gone the next day. So in that sense, yeah, in that sense, um, some of those are the really quick responses that you see, um, you know, versus obviously somebody with traumatic stress disorder, that's going to take more time. Right. But the bruise stuff is pretty cool. And even like little wounds, sometimes I'm people like little diabetic foot wounds, they, when they get healed in like two days or it's just like, Oh my gosh, it's like all it needed was this little extra oomph of help and it got it. And now it's resolved and it's great and just really cool. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I think collagen production is going to be the biggest thing. Um, other things happening with hyperbarics is angiogenesis, um, which is the <clears throat> production of new blood vessels. That's important again, because blood vessels create blood flow and blood, you know, carries the oxygen, the plasma, all that stuff. So without these new channels, um, you wouldn't, you have limited amount of oxygen to those areas. So you have more pain, more inflammation, more swelling, things like that. So regular use of hyperbarics helps with the angiogenesis, neurogenesis that's in your head, um, lymphatic channels. If anybody's dealing with, uh, they have lymphs like that they've had removed because of breast cancer, we can actually, um, you know, there's never a promise, but of course we focus on the areas and hope we can create some new lymphatic cha channels for them. Um, and then just, I mean, it's, I'm just trying to think of all the things it does stem cells. Gosh, I can't believe I forgot that one. We just had a study done at university of Wisconsin with a 1.3 chamber and only breathing ambient air, which is the air we breathe now. So no extra oxygen supplement, um, showed after 10 times that you started naturally producing your, your stem cells in your body. And so how cool is that? Because we also know people are going to Mexico sometimes because <laughs> it's real expensive here and getting stem cell injections. And so we're not against that. We, you know, we think that's, a, you know, is very helpful for some people. But what we would tell someone in the hyperbaric community is if you, if you need to do that, go get that injection, come back and start doing hyperbarics. Because if you do that, you probably don't have to go back and get another injection. Hopefully. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's awesome. So, yeah. So all of those things help keep our cells young and um and turning over the way they need to and active and that kind of stuff and and there's one more little study I'll throw at you which was a very popular one about 3 years ago it was a high pressure uh, environment there's about, I think there was 30 people in the study at the end it was over in Israel and they did um I think it was 2.0 I don't have the exact number of sessions they did but but the outcome showed that the telomere length actually increased. So the telomere is like the little X that you have in your DNA that we all see pictures of. Those little pointy parts, they get smaller over the years and they begin to shorten as you begin to age. And they actually showed a reversal of that and those actually growing again. So how cool, like to think you could kind of reverse aging. We're not telling anybody yet, but who knows? I mean, <laughs> what's to come? Yeah, I mean... There's so many, so many studies out there and just so much beneficial research to get your hands on, especially with hyperbarics and just wellness treatments in general. And, you know, sometimes the word wellness or wellness treatment, I feel like kind of gets a bad rap because in some communities that's like, you know, you're already healthy and you're just optimizing or you're just like trying to get better skin or, you know, get rid of wrinkles, whatever it is that your personal goal is. But then you've got the other community who's like, well, wellness to me is like getting off my medication. Yeah. So like, yeah. 
there's, I think, you know, it encompasses all of it, but from what I'm hearing, you know, hyperbaric oxygen therapy can really, it can really go in both communities and it's really a wellness treatment that could be used by just about everybody. Absolutely. And it's non-invasive. I don't like needles. It's <laughs> non-invasive, <laughs> natural. Um, and it's, it, yeah, short of amazing, definitely. Um, and it can help so many people. And I, I wish just like, you know, with your skin and when you're younger and you hear people say, put on your sunscreen, you know, when you're 40, you're going to wish you put on your sunscreen when you were 20, right? It's kind of like that with hyperbarics. I'm always like, oh, I want people in their 40s, at least, if not sooner, to start doing hyperbarics seriously if they want to live well. And and I don't mean live into their 70s, but I mean really enjoy their life when they're in their 70s and 80s. Um, because there's so much of this that compounds. I mean, hyperbarics is a compounding effect. You go in once just because you get out doesn't mean it's all done. You didn't do anything anymore. Um, in fact, after an hour session, you actually have about three to four hours after that of continuous oxygen dosing of all of that extra oxygen that's in your body. So a lot of times people think it's just the hour that they're in there. Well, the hour that they're in there is creating the pressurization and the saturation because of the smaller molecules. It's not all used up though. So you get out then you spend the next um, couple hours, and that's when it's taking its time finding out where it needs to go. And that's why we say you should wait four hours in between going back in for another session, because then you go back in for another session and you have another four hours. So that's like eight hours of oxygen dosage in a day, right? That's higher than what we're normally doing. So anyway, it's just would be so cool if one day everybody has one of these in their homes because it really can benefit kids in school athletics. I mean, if you sprain your ankle on the, you know, softball field, I would shove my kid in that chamber so fast and maybe prevent further damage. But we live in a a society that likes instant gratification and um, it's really about committing to your, to your health and wellness if you want to make real change. And it is a commitment and a dedication to yourself. But I'm always saying, you know, you can um, invest in your wellness or pay for your illness because one of the two are going to get to you. (laughs) So where would you want to be? Yeah. Couldn't have said that any better. Yeah. So one thing I did want to touch on um, before we like start wrapping up is are there any like kind of beneficial supplements or like stacks that you would recommend with hyperbaric? Yeah. So there's nothing that um, that you're going to take that's going to enhance the experience, let's say. But what I would say is that hyperbaric also begins to work as a detox and um, so there's two things that, that I recommend. Again, I'm not a doctor. I'm not advising anybody. Um, but there are uh, what are called binders. And a binder is when you're going through a detox of some kind, you're releasing toxins in your body. Well, if, you, if these binders, you take them, it's a supplement. And um, there's a great one, GI Detox, that I take. And it basically traps these toxins to the binder and goes through your system and exits your system. If not, sometimes these toxins just swivel around your body and they go land somewhere else and you're still sick. So when we talk Mm -hmm. about people who do our infrared sauna here, you know, they're sweating out toxins. I mean, we really, between hyperbarics and sauna together, we can get some serious detoxing happening. So I definitely like for people, if they want to do a detox, and and a lot of them do, um, that they look at finding a good binder uh, that works for them. Um, The other thing that we do here is hydrogen water. 
So hydrogen water, of course, after a massage or anything, anything you're doing, any detoxes, of course, sweating in the sauna, you, you want to always keep yourself hydrated. Hydrogen water is an antioxidant. It's huge. Mm-hmm. And it will, it just is so good for your gut and your brain health and even energy. They did a study on hydrogen water and coffee and you, there was more energy in, in the hydrogen water drinkers with less of the crash when that, when that worked its way through, you know, some people have a cup of coffee and they're energized and they got to get another cup of coffee, right. You know, keep it going. So, um, I love hydrogen water. I just, I want everybody to have it. (laughs) I think it's so great. It's so really affordable. I mean, I think less than $2,000, which I know that sounds like a big number, but of course we do payment plans and that kind of stuff. But you can get one of these systems like connected to your sink at home. And then not only is it filtering out pharmaceuticals and sulfurs and heavy, heavy metals and junk that's in our natural, you know, uh, city water, um, it then puts in the hydrogen source and it's just uh, can totally change your entire gut biome. I mean, easily. So I'm always having people do hydrogen water. It's easy to do. It's affordable. Um, and you got to drink water anyway. So why not, you know, uh, focus on drinking one that's really, really good for you. So those are really the two things that I would say. Um, okay. For hyperbarics, I mean, and really anything in general. Yeah, no, I love that. And whenever you're like detoxifying, um, you know, any part of your body, it's always important to, yeah, bind those toxins so that they can actually be excreted, not just keep recirculating in the body. And then, yeah, go ahead and follow it up with something like an antioxidant. And I mean, what's better than hydrogen water? Because like you said, God, drink it anyways. Yeah. Um, You don't drink enough. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. So um, let's go ahead and talk about your, your program, like how you rent these out. Do you ship all over the country? Yeah. Let's get into that. Yeah, we do. And, um, and I love that. Uh, I opened the wellness spa here to try to make it accessible for people in a more affordable option. Um, they can come do a one-off, although I do encourage most people to get a package or become a member because like we've talked about frequency and consistency is really the only way to get ahead. Um, but what we do is that oftentimes the clients who come in through the wellness spa end up wanting to own something because they see that time over time, their investment, this is the invest in your wellness piece, um, is much stronger if they own one of these at home and can do it whenever they need to. And when they have multiple people in their family doing it, husband, wife, kid, you know what I mean? If all those people were paying a place like mine, um, they'll go broke. (laughs) So we do have these options to rent the chambers. We actually offer three different size chambers for the soft shell. Uh, I feel very strongly about the 1.3 mild hyperbarics. It's just, it's, it's safe. Um, I mean, nothing is risk-free, but it's virtually risk-free. You can operate it on your own. I actually just did a little video on Instagram yesterday showing people how you get out of the chamber on your own. It's a very simple valve mechanism that releases the air and you depressurize and you pop out. It's so easy to do. So we have different sizes, which are different budgets, of course. Um, And then we also do the hard shells as well. Those those are on wheels. So everything is technically uh, portable. Um, We can get oxygen concentrators as well. Um, Sometimes if someone gets one in their home, though, I say start without the concentrator and see how you do. And if you want to add that, we can add that later. Um, Because, again, if they're going to be committed to it, they're probably going to start to see some results. So um, getting the oxygen concentrator is we'll, we'll tell a lot of people it's like 
87 gas and 93 gas at the pump, right? The 87 is the cheap stuff and the 93 is expensive stuff. But guess what? If you put them both in your car, you still end up at the same place, right? It's just one might work smoother on your car or whatever. So, I mean, that's kind of the very basic description of the difference between uh, needing the oxygen or not, um, especially when we're doing like neurological. Some people just don't need that. If there's a physical thing that they're trying to fix, like a sprain or something, you might want that extra oxygen. But we work with everybody on their budgets, on their needs. Our rental program allows them to rent uh, for three months if they chose to buy they can buy at that time and all three months of that rental payment goes towards that purchase. They can continue to rent as well. Um, it's just that we don't put that towards the purchase. So it's not a cheap investment, but it's a wise investment. And these chambers are built to last. They are easily running 15 to 20 years. So like I said, a 40-year-old, they need to invest in something like this and they'll never give it up because they will be living their best life <laughs> when they are 70. And I have 70-year-olds who own these chambers and are just like, I mean, they're just amazing. I'm like, I don't even think these people will ever die. <laughs> Not that I want them to, and 70 is young, but I'm just so grateful that they found something in this part of their life that is really giving them a lot of benefit, giving them a lot of energy. One gal I know, she's 74. She gets, um, she used to bruise really easily. She almost never bruises yeah, anymore because sure. she does this regularly. And so wow. she just really, really helped herself out in many ways. It's really cool to see. That's awesome. And I mean, talk about like arthritis, that's chronic inflammation right oh there. And I didn't even mention that. You're absolutely right. We have a ton of arthritis uh, people. I mean, I know you think I'd have this list in front of me, but it's just like everything. People surprise me with what they fix. I don't even know why some people in here, they're like, oh, I heard about it. I just wanted to try it. Okay, that's fine. I'm good with that. You know, again, we want to get ahead of the curve. If you're already doing well, let's keep you better. But I did have a guy who came in once and uh, he became a member and he was really liking it. Finally, one day I was like, so what, what, what were we helping you with or whatever? We had some like popping and clicking in his knee for the last 10 years. He had done uh, stem cell injections. He had done PRP, which is platelet rich plasma injections. And he's like, hyperbarics doesn't even touch those. Like it is so far beyond what that was supposed to do for me. And he's that whole clicking, whatever that thing with the knee was, is gone because he does hyperbarics. And then he follows that up with an infrared light session. So infrared lights, 20 minutes, that basically vasodilates the blood flow and draws it to that area. So your body now is saturated with oxygen. You go in after the chamber, you put the lights on, he focuses right on his knees and he's just totally transformed. <laughs> and he's looking to buy a chamber. So like you said, we actually can send the portable chambers um, all over the world. So that's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. And, and just kind of getting one last touch on the science um, of all of this for the listeners. I mean, your cells, they need oxygen. Your cells actually use oxygen to produce ATP. There's oxidative phosphorylation. And so like in disease states, your cells can be starved of oxygen and, and then produce less ATP. You get less energy and you go, you know, more down the road of even metabolic syndrome. So, I mean, if you think this isn't necessarily for you, you should probably do a little bit more research because we all need oxygen and a lot of our cells could benefit from that increased um, oxygen and that pressure too. 
Yeah, that, that mitochondria, um, and that's what's so great about it, is that it's getting down to, like, the tiniest parts of our cells, you know? And that is where all that stuff starts to happen that you're talking about, AP, ATP and everything. And it's important to mention, too, when we say ATP energy, um, a lot of times people think you just mean, oh, energy, like, bing, like, I'm going to have so much energy, I'm going to go run or whatever. And we're really talking about activating those cells, like you said, kind of those dormant areas of your bodies that have been starving um, for any kind of positive um, reaction. And so sometimes people who do hyperbarics get tired because that's happening in their body. So your body is producing, is working hard it makes you feel tired. But what we see over time is that that starts to shift and that that does actually become energy that they can harness and be like, oh, I didn't need a nap in the afternoon. I didn't have brain fog in the afternoon. Like I was able to stay up until 10 versus eight or something like that. So it's very cool to see the energy shift in someone. Um, and you're exactly right. We are talking about getting to the, the smallest level of the cell in the mitochondria to produce what's necessary for cellular repair and rebuild. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Love that. So, okay, we're going to go ahead and start wrapping up the episode, but um, just kind of getting more into, you know, your general wellness tips, advice, practices, um, maybe even everything you offer at your treatment center. Yeah. Um, yeah. So let's get into that. So um, definitely hyperbaric oxygen therapy. Like I said, I would uh, say three to four times a week. I think that's great for general health and wellness. It has seemed to keep my, um, my condition of Crohn's at bay as well at that rate. Um, if I'm having a bad day and, you know, you can feel like if, knowing your body is the best thing anybody can do is to really know, like the second you have a scratch in your throat, are you sick? Do you need your vitamin D3, you know, increase? That's what I do. And then I never get sick. But if I don't do it that very second, it has time to fester and become what it's going to be. So um, I'll do hyperbarics more. If And that's the beauty of having one of these things at home is that if I feel like something's happened, or like I said, the kid sprains his ankle, you go and you do it as much as you need to. Um, I do light therapy as well. So the infrared and red lights, I love to put those on my stomach and just help my gut. There's so much happening in your gut, um, all the way up to chemicals in your brain. You know what I mean? So it's, it's very important that our gut is working properly, um, and feeling good, honestly. And so I'm big on lights on my stomach. Um, but we do lights on the brain. We do lights. Um, we have like a head cap. Uh, and really can focus those anywhere. Those are targeted light pads. The sauna, again, infrared sauna. So it's doing, uh, it's full spectrum, does uh, near, mid, and far infrared, which is different levels of penetration. Makes you sweat. I don't know what it is in there, but it's like magic. <laughs> Anyone I know that has gotten in there, you pop out like you just landed on the most beautiful 70 degree sunny day. I mean, you cannot be depressed when you get out of one of these saunas. It's the coolest experience. And and so by that you are energized as well. And so if you real if you do a real detoxing, like I said, you can really detox from a lot of um like mold toxicities and things like that doing a sauna program. I drink the hydrogen water all the time. Love it, love it. And then another thing we do here, um, and this is actually a quick little tidbit I'll share. Um, we use a product called BrainTap, which is yeah. a 
sound and light frequency device that actually puts your brain into certain wavelengths, right? Um, there's delta, gamma, alpha, theta, and, and uh, alpha, gamma, and beta, right? Okay, got them all. There's five. Um, delta is that deep state of sleep. Uh, the other ones take you all the way up to a higher state of consciousness. So if you want to work on your memory recall and uh, being alert, actually they call it digital coffee in the morning to do one of these things and kind of get your brain going or train yourself into these deeper levels of sleep. Uh, they do isochronic tones, binaural beats. It's just the most fascinating thing to realize how much mind over matter is a thing, like how much our brain does regulate the rest of our body. And if we are not in that really nice parasympathetic state, we'll be in fight or flight mode. And we then again, we are not in a state of rest and we cannot heal. So it's really important. And I've never been a big meditator. I cannot sit still for two seconds, but I have definitely gotten into doing a brain tap. And I'm actually working um, with another company right now called Vital Neuro, who is uh, doing a study with flight attendants because uh, our stress level is high. And it's a similar device. It's got some um, stuff that measures EKG stuff and it like hits your brain. So it's a little bit more technical, but the same concept of these creating wavelengths in your brain um, to really help you. And there's a there's one about chronic pain on there. And I've, I've had someone do it and tell me like they felt great the next like three days because I don't know, it's magic. It's all, all this stuff is magic. <laughs> <laughs> it really isn't though. It's actually studied and, and, and people have taken the time to figure out how amazing the body is. And so yes. we can do natural wellness options like hyperbaric oxygen therapy, light therapy, sauna therapy, brainwave therapy. If we can do these things, we can get our body to an optimal state of health and we don't have to do it with medicine. Um, and it's just really an amazing thing. And it, I just wish more people would get on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I second that. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, and actually, I, I've experienced with most of those treatments you've mentioned. And I got to say, I, I'm a big fan of infrared saunas as well. <laughs> you do, you feel so great when you come out of them. And it's amazing. Yeah. I have one person who actually just wasn't able to do um, the hyperbarics. It was really tough for him, but he's a, a traumatic brain injury person. So we kind of go through all the modalities. Well, one day we're like, let's do sauna. And he is a surfer and he was surfing like an hour a day and then just really kind of crashing after that. He got out of this sauna the first time and it was just a short session. It was like maybe 30 minutes at 140. So it wasn't anything drastic, but he went surfing for like three hours that day. Like he had a visible, you know, physiological difference. And so he, yeah, he comes in a lot now. And, um, and with all these things you do have to remember, sometimes you do need a break. You can't just do all of these every day and you're just the best, strongest person, you know, or just like fasting. You hear about fasting. That's yeah. an easy one that we can do that really helps our body. You probably will do a podcast on that if you haven't already, but it's important to know in fasting that you take a break from doing, you can't just 16, eight all the time. Because your body gets it and they're like, okay, well, this is boring. Now we're not going to do anything new. So it's important to switch up some of the modalities, take a break, come back to it, um, but just stay with it, stay consistent with it. It's just really, 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 really cool stuff. Our bodies are Absolutely. way neater than anybody gives them credit for. <laughs> oh my gosh. So true. Yeah. And yeah, with anything, there's a balance. I mean, you don't want to overstress your body with too much exercise. You don't want to you know, when you're going low carb keto, there are carb refeed days, you know, it's, it's just Same thing. doing what's right for your body and balance. And yeah, 
Yeah. Knowing your body, like we talked about. So yeah. And it's all here. It's available. It, it, some of this stuff does seem expensive. I'm definitely going to say that that's why I do all these modalities. Cause I can, I have a hydrogen water bottle that's 150 bucks and I've got a really, really big chamber. That's 23,000 and I've got everything in between that, but it is good. And it's good to do your research. There is a lot of stuff on the market right now because this is very hip. <laughs> um, all this but don't just go to Amazon. I would tell your listeners, don't just go to Amazon and buy that first red light pad you see for $20. It will break. You'll have to buy it again for $20. And if you just want to keep doing that, you could. And it may not even be um, as strong as, as what you need anyway. You know what I mean? There's just buyer beware on all of the products, including the chambers. Um, know your manufacturers. Know your warranties. If you're going to invest in this, you want to get good products. So then you'll just call me. <laughs> Yeah, and for all the listeners, if you are interested in Hyperbaric, I'm going to be linking all of um, her resources down below in the show notes. So yeah, we'll we'll get you hooked up there for sure. But thank you so much, Amy, for coming on the podcast. No problem. This was great. I'm really glad that there's other people out there doing this kind of stuff because people need to hear and learn about it. So all I do is Instagram. I do silly reels and stuff like that, but try to share good information. So um Things like that, things like what you're doing is how we can change the world. Absolutely. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in, and we will catch you in the next episode. Bye. The content provided by the Synthesis of Wellness LLC via its podcast and domain is for informational purposes only and should not be used as medical advice or as a replacement for medical care. The Synthesis of Wellness podcast, synthesisofwellness.com, The Synthesis of Wellness LLC, and Chloe Porter disclaim responsibility from adverse effects resulting from using the content provided. Please seek and consult a licensed physician for your health and medical needs. Furthermore, Chloe Porter and the Synthesis of Wellness podcast are not responsible for the opinions of guests featured on the podcast.